You're listening to the 20 Minute Morning Show for Wednesday, March 3rd. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is BJ Murphy. Welcome to the 20 Minute Morning Show. Coming up, we're going to be recapping our story yesterday with Damien and Jermaine Johnson of No Grease. Of course, their store is going to be closing down in South Park Mall on April the 1st. Great response yesterday. Shout out to everybody on Instagram and a shout out to the Charlotte Observer for covering the story. And they uh, took a quote from your brother talking about Damien and Jermaine being the cornerstone of black wealth in Charlotte, which is true. Them brothers get ready to do some work and we're going to be joining them and we want you to join them and make sure you reach out to them. You can check out the email address and their contact information in the uh, storyline of the uh, podcast. I'll make sure that you uh, be able to reach out to them. Also, did you know that Dr. Seuss was racist all this time? You know, one of my favorites is Green Eggs and Ham. Don't take Green Eggs and Ham from me, but Sonny Hostin from The View is gonna give us a real clear description of how racist these books were you know you know they were written back in the 1950s plus we're releasing a new podcast on the bj murphy media platform and it is called all about relationships with shantae vines and she and a panel of black women talk about mental health that's going to be real good and the eddie murphy movie comes out this friday so we got some more things to um, talk about plus we got a tribute to vernon jordan all coming up on the 20 minute morning show understand that Simon Properties, owners of South Park Mall, have reached out to Damien and Jermaine to try to resolve the situation. They've been asked to leave the mall by April the 1st. They just set up their shop called Knights of Razor in the South Park Mall in January, and now they're being asked to leave. They had a short-term lease agreement, hoping for a year-long agreement because they have relationships with them at the other malls in Charlotte. They've been doing great business. These are two of the greatest businessmen that we have in the Queen City. And people want to know what is the reason why they're being asked to leave. So if, if we are upstanding, if we are the sons and business of Charlotte that they can point to and say, hey, they're a beacon. They're somebody positive. They're somebody that other small businesses, if, we, if we're going to keep calling them small businesses, right? So they're a small business that you can look up to. If they were conscious the sensitivity of small businesses, especially some that set examples for other small businesses, maybe they should have just went on ahead and pushed forward, pushed forward to the end of the lease. Just let them finish the end of the lease because the effects that it could have on a psyche of other small businesses wouldn't be good, right? Because at the end of the day, you no know, grease is going to be fine, you know. We pay bills all over the all over the city. You know, right. we pay a whole bunch of leases all over the city. Right, right now they they telling us we just one less lease that we have to pay. Right, yeah. But it's other businesses that that are being you know motivated and encouraged to grow. You know those effects. See, that's my our our main thing is protecting the narrative of business and specifically black businesses. Yeah, you know what we can do. You know in this city, what we can do in this country. And, and when you get, you know, shafted like the way they did it, you know, it can have a trickle down effect on and, future entrepreneurs. Right. And that, that's why we can't let it go. That's why this is important, because 
for man, excuse me for saying this, man. Well, somebody trying to mess with our black manhood, we gotta they're trying to punk us, right? We can't let nobody punk us, man, in, in business because business is warfare. And this is a chance for us to show our young people that, yeah, even though you don't want us, you know, to be in your mall, we still gonna show you what time it is because we men. Yeah. You're not gonna do us yeah. like that. We're not gonna allow you to disrespect us like that. That's why we gotta stand with y'all. We definitely want to think twice. That's the only thing, you know. Yeah. I, I and I, I don't know if Damien said it. You know, you could have told me no on the front end. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. Right. I said I had the doors closed a many a time, but I ain't had it quite open and put my foot in. You slam it on my foot, now that ain't that ain't happened to me. Right. In a in a in a recent situation ever. That's right. Because going out to uh, South Park, even though you y'all have been in, in premium um, locations, that's like on on a bigger stage in Charlotte of business and like you said everybody was looking at this and say wow man them brothers doing it and then for them to come and, and just slam the door like you said on your foot and that's not have a have a response to that i think yeah. that's that's the main thing that we're talking about and, and bj you know i, I want to be able to take as high of a role as possible yes. right yeah but you know i'm not a politician you know i'm not in that position where you know i have to be the, the high you know, take the high position, but you know, it's a respectful position that I want to take. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, and I think they may explain it to you. You know, we know, we understand the contractual component to it. Yes. The thing about building relationships and business, you know, it's, it starts with respect and a level of transparency. Right. And that's what we didn't get. All right. Y'all, a lot of people are saying this cancel culture is just going a bit too far. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how can Dr. Seuss books be racist? Well, well, six of those books are being discontinued in publication. A lot of people have agreed that there is some racist imagery seen in these books. Remember, they were written in the 1950s. We were children back then. We didn't know what we were looking at. And I think Sonny Hostin from The View probably has given us the best clear um, explanation on why these books should be given a second look. For example, there's a character in another uh, book, If I Ran the Zoo, two men said to be from Africa are shown shirtless, shoeless, wearing grass skirts as they carry exotic animals. I think that when children do open up those books and perhaps see images of themselves that are distorted in such a stereotypical way, they do learn a powerful lesson about how they may be devalued in society. Mm, images are powerful. All right, y'all, coming to America, my movie's coming back. One of my favorite movies of all times. 33 years ago, that movie was made, and it still brings joy to our hearts. It's memories, you know what I'm saying? Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are back March the 5th. We can't wait. You got to download the app, uh, Amazon Prime Video, so you can watch it. But, you know, um, Oprah Winfrey did an interview with Eddie and Arsenio, and she didn't know that Eddie... And Arsenio were playing all the characters that we love in the movie. Uh, a lot of people don't know that that's us in those makeups. Last week I was doing an interview with Oprah, uh -huh. and uh, she was like, "Oh, I said something about the barbershop and said we're playing, and I'm that Jewish man." She was like, "Who do you mean you're the Jewish man?" I said, "Oh yeah, I'm the old Jewish guy in the barbershop." She was like, "What?" And she couldn't believe it. And she's seen the original Coming to America, and I'm like, "She's not the only person in this life." Yeah, because Gail probably say the same thing. I, I didn't know either. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 20-Minute Morning Show. Coming up, we've got a 
new release of a new podcast called All About Relationships. We're going to give you a preview. It's going to be released this morning from the B.J. Murphy Media franchise, All About Relationships, featuring Shantae Vines. And you can check it out on Spotify. Plus, I got more comments about why I think South Park Mall wanted the No Grease franchise, Damien and Jermaine, to leave. That's coming up on the 20-Minute Morning Show. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-719-5601. 800-719-5601. That's 800 719 5601. Let's talk about the elephant in the room on the 20 minute morning show concerning the situation with the no grease barbershop, the Knights of razor brought to you by Damien and Jermaine Johnson. Their barbershop has been in the mall at South park since January. Now they're asking them to leave by April the 1st because they want them out. And we didn't discuss this on the podcast on yesterday, but I wanted to bring this out because I thought about it. And, you know, I'm sure Damien and Jermaine have all, you know, went through this in their mind, what I'm about to say as well, because they, they've done business in Charlotte way more than any of us. And they know what they're up against. But South Park Mall, I believe that they were protecting their interests from their white constituents. I see. I think some of the other mall tenants were threatening to pull out. I believe it was fear of other black businesses wanting to move in, seeing the success of Damien and Jermaine at South Park Mall and the white power structure there says, no, 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 no. Let's go ahead and end this before they become successful and others want to move in. End it now. Somebody said, damn it, end it now. Terminate the lease. Terminate it. Because, you know, people are comparing us to the situations that have happened in North Lake Mall over in uh, Concord Mills Mall's shootings. And they thinking that because you got black businesses in South Park Mall, that they're saying, oh, they're going to bring that over here because we got a black barbershop in the South Park Mall. We've never done that before. And somebody in the back room said, hey, Johnny, you, 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 you done good. You let them have a, a shop here for a while. Um, it's not going to work. I'm getting too many phone calls. And, you know, some of our anchor stores are thinking about leaving and we've just got to end this this lease but they're they're but they're good guys they they've done business all over the city of charlotte they're, they're wonderful i know johnny but we've got to end it now just just tell them they got to get out by um april the first and then you're saying like damn they only been here for for a month now a good month a good strong 30 some days plus so this was done, in my opinion, to block other black businesses from setting up shop at South Park Mall fear of a black planet, just like Public Enemy said. And that's my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. Just my thoughts. 
We were going to get an update from Damien and Jermaine on what the conversation is now since the Charlotte Observer has um, made some comments. They did a story. I think Channel 9 did a story. And, of course, we were the first to come out and uh, have some content on this situation with South Park uh, Mall with uh, Damien and Jermaine. And we wish them nothing but the best. But now it is time for us as black people to realize that the power is with us. And uh, Damien and Jermaine made some statements about us coming together as a black community and building our own area as beautiful as South Park with our black business owners and the black community coming together. It's time now. Absolutely, man. And, you know, that don't even take a lot, man. Right. You know, it don't even take a lot. And then we can start... You know, you got your entrepreneurs and then you got your corporate, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing, uh, BJ. I, I, I talked on this before, man. These five important lanes, right? Yes. And black people got to decide where they're going to get in, right? So we got we got corporate. We got entrepreneurs. We got our uh, religion. That's a lane. So that's number three. Number four is um, education. 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 Okay. Yep. So we got the academia lane. And then the last one is the urbanite. So the people in the city. The people that, you know, hit the ground, the workers. Yeah. I call them the urbanites. Man, these five lanes, man, if I can get these five lanes and these people to understand and respect each lane, what we talking about economically, man, we could do that thing, man. Man. Because you're going to need them all. You're going to need the money. You're going to need the education. You're going to need the prayers. You're going to need the workers. And you're going to need the entrepreneurs to make the thing happen. If we can get that thing together, man, listen, let's put up or shut up at that point. With all due respect, you two are the people that I think the brothers and sisters would follow. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all, you've proven that you you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And uh, y'all are good people, man. So I just think this is your legacy in Charlotte is to, just like you had Hugh McCall on that side and the, uh, the city fathers who architect and built Charlotte, I think you two are the cornerstone of building Black Charlotte. Mm. Mm. I never said that to you now. I never mm. I never said that to you. I don't know if anybody ever said that to you. When I look at y'all, those two brothers right there are the key to building Black Charlotte wealth. Mm. And I think God probably dropped this situation in your lap to make you see, said, look, son, I need you to go this way. Mm. I had to I had to create a circumstance for y'all to see something so you can go this way. Cause I think I think that's what your legacy is. Wow, that's I you know that's a lot of confirmation right there. Yeah, and I tell you one thing, BJ, we would do our part. You know, yes, we would do our part to the fullest. We got a new podcast alert today. We are releasing a brand new podcast called All About Relationships. Featuring Shante Vines and four other beautiful women talking about mental health issues. And you can check out today's latest podcast, the first installment on Spotify today. So after you listen to the 20 Minute Morning Show, make sure you check out All About Relationships on Spotify. Here's a preview. I always say broken parents raise broken kids. So if my kids always see me down, I don't want them to go through the same thing I, I went through. So I have to make sure I have the tools for myself and the tools for my children. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I have to, I, you know, a lot of people look down on therapy. No, therapy helped me. Y'all better go ahead I wouldn't and have plans, go to therapy. Praying. I've never prayed. <laughs> I have never prayed as much as I did 2019 and 2020. 
I mean, to the point where my son would be at the door and say, you know what, I'm gonna close this door back and I'm gonna text him, mommy, I'm still praying for you too. That's how much I cried out just for me to have a clear heart. Lord, give me an understanding. Where, what, am I, what am I going through? Creating me a clear heart because I was still angry, like Kia said, with my little childhood trauma. I have to let this stuff go because I have children to raise. That's all about relationships debuting today on Anchor.fm and Spotify. I was so happy that I ran across this the other day. Robin Roberts from Good Morning America. She likes to do affirmations before she goes on television every morning. And she dropped this about fear of being yourself. Y'all got to listen to this. Quit hiding what God has given you. Amen. He created you to shine to make a difference, to leave your mark. And wait a minute, what? Your gift isn't just for you. It's not just for you. It's to share with the world. When we come to the end of life, nothing will be more disappointing than to think, what could I have become if I hadn't let fear hold me back? Mm, come on, drop it, Robin. And that's what I don't want you to do today. Go out and just be yourself. Don't worry about how people look at you, what people got to say about what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Get these people out of your mind. And you only got this short life to live. Just think about all the people that have died due to COVID-19. They can't, uh, you know, execute their dreams anymore. They gone, but we still alive. And we don't, <laughs> listen, and we don't know if we're going to make it through 2021. We got to survive till the end of the year. So why are you holding back on what you want to do? Worried about what somebody think about you. The hell with these people. Go out and be great today. That's the 20-Minute Morning Show. Make sure you check us out tomorrow morning. We'll be right back. I thank everybody for coming online with us. And uh, we're going to have some great shows every weekday morning. We release a new podcast called the 20-Minute Morning Show. Wherever podcasts are played, just type in 20-Minute Morning Show and we will pop up. And make sure you subscribe and share, share, share with your friends. Tell them Brother BJ is back on the radio with the 20-Minute Morning Show. The 20-Minute Morning Show is a podcast production of BJ Murphy Media and UIN, Urban Internet News. The show is written and produced by BJ Murphy and executive producers, Sabre Robinson and Alexandria Davis. From our studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, our contributors are Sean, Sunday, AK, and Brooklyn Alexander. Check out more episodes on our website at 20minuteshow.com. 